0: Hey guys, welcome to the Battling Pastor Podcast. My name is Michael, and I'm Rob. Stay with us as we talk about church, theology, culture, and everything in between. Hey
1: guys, welcome back to the Battling Pastor Podcast, February edition, which will probably go into March, <laughs> maybe April. <laughs> so
0: yeah, we'll 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 finish by next year.
1: Yeah. Probably. So what we're doing, in case you're new. Uh, to the podcast uh this year we are going through different books so last month we kind of took a lot of time and uh you might this is a I'm sorry I'd like to time out real quick um we have a very professional podcast so you're brought, you're going to hear my dogs in the background so <laughs> that's the level that you have so anyways the last year sorry back on track uh we kind of went through different topics this year we're going to go through books of the bible last month in january we did jude Uh, And we kind of, honestly, we had to speed through that in four weeks. There's a lot in Jude. So what we're going to do with James, which is what we're starting now, is we're going to kind of go through it a little bit slower because, well, we can. So why not? Um, So in this episode, we're going to be covering one through eight. Uh, But just to give you a little preface on James, um, James writes the letter, brother of Jesus, basically like a really quick synopsis. And I'm sure Rob may have something to add to this, but a really quick synopsis is basically just living the Christian life, like how to live it despite uh, persecution, despite uh, fights within the church with other Christians, like how do you live the Christian life well? So it's a very practical book, uh, which I think is why it's, well, one incredibly applicable to us today as well. Um, but it's very ground level. It's got theology in it, but it's so rich in, hey guys, you're believers, you follow Jesus. This is how you ought to live. Anything you want to add to that, maybe or no?
0: No, I, I mean I think that that you nailed it. That's that's what James is um, as a book. It's it really is um, just a, a lot of things that have everything to do with how you're supposed to live as a Christian. Um, and you know he's talking. Um, to, uh, the 12 tribes who were in the dispersion right, in verse one. And so the, the audience is not narrow, like it is in some other epistles, right. Where, uh, like, especially with Paul, right. Who, who writes to the church in Corinth or to the church in Ephesus or to, uh, this is a general, uh, epistle, a general letter, um, written just to the church at large. And, um, so yeah, it's, I, I think that, uh, who it comes from, uh, and who the audience is makes this a really cool book for that kind of thing. Um, and who it comes from, I know is kind of debatable, but um, I've I've landed on Jesus' half brother. Um, yeah,
1: I mean, uh, so. we'll just go with we're going to nail that down as we get into this. You can disagree; you're fine to be wrong. But it's Jesus? Yeah,
0: that's 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 just an ongoing uh, truth from this podcast. Anytime you feel the need or desire to be incorrect about anything you are completely uh able and and we want to we want to invite you to disagree with us yes please uh so let's let's get into it i'm going to read the first eight verses real quick because
1: that's what we're going to cover today and we'll kind of go back through and talk about them because just in these eight verses there is so much um just just of richness here so verse one chapter one james a servant of god and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the twelve tribes of the dispersion. Greetings. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, uh, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He's a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Um, so two main things there, right? Um, we'll, I guess it kind of divides up there. Five through eight is a whole different subject, but two through three, or two through four rather is like, incredibly encouraging to me and i'm not even a christian that's under persecution (laughs) like uh, yeah for me this i mean you you can tell from the get-go like the 12 tribes of dispersion sort of alludes to this idea that they're already spread out and he starts with count it all joy my brothers when you
0: meet various
1: uh, trials of various kinds (laughs) like you're having a bad day count that as joy
0: yeah you know i think I think historically though too in the in the church world, at least in our day and age and and growing up in the American church world, one of the things which you know as as um, counter the culture is to the church right now in america i mean this this we don 't like you and what you think is literally the closest we 've ever been to persecution in America, and that 's a joke compared to. You know what other nations in the past have gone through, right? so um, when when we read this, um, we it's we have to make sure we're intentional about paying attention to the context and what 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 they were living through and that kind of thing. so But all that to say, I think one of the struggles that we've had in the American church as we read this, um, in in the first eight verses, there are two that I can think of. And in the, the first verses that you're talking about is one of them. And that is, OK, so um, my brother just died in a car accident joy, 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 right? Like you're just in in a corner trying to make yourself be happy about your brother dying in a car. I mean, that is not what James is talking Mm -hmm. about. (laughs) He's not talking about this supernatural ability to just be happy, no matter how horrific what you're going through is. That is not what he means by joy. No, for sure. And I think that's a good
1: distinction off the bat, like differentiating, Joy versus happiness, as well as like sort of what he works out in that verse. So he says, "Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness." So he he's there isn't a hey you got to be happy about it. It's a hey there's a certain kind of joy it seems that a believer has in a circumstance, even that it, would it, in the trial. So there's this there's this weird joy in a trial. But yeah. it's not just joy to have joy. It's joy because you know it produces something in your faith that you wouldn't otherwise have, which is the reason you can count it as joy. Like, even though it doesn't make sense, you go, there's something in this, <laughs> that I might not even see it, that is working something in my faith um, that actually is producing something that would not otherwise be produced. And I, to be quite frank, you I have never seen it in that moment. It's always this realization afterwards, looking back going, wow, okay, that's what was happening.
0: Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, I, I can think of uh, specific times in life, right? Um, like you just alluded to, right? So there, there's one point real briefly to make the point. There, there, was, a, there was a time some years back, um, uh, my, my Donna was pregnant, um, and we had a miscarriage, right, and she was far enough along that we did kind of a burial and, and that sort of thing, right, um, so in that moment, like, we had already been, um, kind of thinking about, oh, is it going to be a boy or a girl? We'd already, I mean, we were far enough along. This wasn't, I just found out I'm pregnant. This was, you know, uh, further along than that. And so when that happened there, it was, it's the closest that we've ever been to my baby died. Right. Like, and, and so it was a tragic thing. And, and Donna, more so than I even had to really work through some things, and it took some years right, and that anniversary would come around, and all the things right um, but in that moment, I remember uh we had kind of a little makeshift service thing that we did um, and mainly donna 's family was there um, and there some unbelievers um as a part of that and w- and we were able to um, pray, read some scripture, share some words, and like we were the grieving people, right and in that moment, we got to um, we got to still show off that God is worth worshiping anyway mm-hmm. and and that's by no means because we're really good Christians, it's because we have a really good Christ, right? And, and I think that we, we have to differentiate um, the word joy from the idea of happiness. Um, when we think about count it all joy, when you face trials, right? Um, because happiness is sort of a whim kind of a thing. It's something that you have one day and the next you don't, or even one moment and the next moment you don't, right? Happiness is really up and down, Um, but joy is something that doesn't necessarily mean happiness in the moment. Um, Joy is something that transcends happiness or sadness in the moment, Um, and, and so that, I think, uh, is something that that has to like we have to get past this this thinking that that a lot of us have that when we when we hear counted all joy that that he's not talking about be happy no matter what because that's fake <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but he's he's talking about a joy. That because of the hope that we have in Christ, the joy that we can experience, because we know, no matter how bad this is, that God is working and doing something here and, and, and in my life and refining me. Um, and so there's, there's a bigger picture. Yeah. You yeah. know, I think maybe that's where the joy comes from, right? There's a bigger picture. And we always know that that bigger picture is happening. Yeah. That
1: for sure. And I think that's that's the whole whole of verse three is that like, hey, you perceive this differently because you know it's doing something different. Yeah. Um, and then he, so he's working, this is how he opens. So I just want to note that like, we're going to have a whole bunch that we talk about over the next couple of months, but this is how he opens it, um, which Hopefully we can remember this and draw back to it as we kind of go through the chapters because everything past this should be seen within the lens of what he's saying here. So whatever happens, you count it as joy because it produces steadfastness. Then he goes on to verse four, and steadfastness has its full effect that you may be perfect, complete, and lacking in nothing. Um so, like you said, it, it's this bigger picture. It's this hey, this is doing something for you to make you more complete yeah but it's not like the happy stuff that you want to make you more complete it's actually the tragedy that the lord is working or the or not necessarily the tragedy but the trials which that's not connected to happiness so all of these things (laughs) that are are on top of you are actually producing something in you to make you more complete and full uh and apparently lacking in nothing
0: yeah, well, it's it's a picture, it's it's kind of a, a phrase by phrase word picture of what sanctification is, mm-hmm. right? Uh, of our, you know, uh, depending on the denomination you're a part of or what you've heard, uh, um, sanctification can be really confusing. But yeah. all it really is is this: <laughs> it's yeah. it's God taking you through specific things in life on purpose. He's the, uh, providential when it comes to all this kind of stuff, and so you you go through um, really great times and you go through really difficult times, and all of it is meant to to lead you into being more like Christ mm-hmm. than you were yesterday, today, yep. and, and and to continue on until that day when we are completely perfect and lacking in nothing. Yep. Well. And- you know, to to clarify, you're going to be dead then.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. You're gone. You're
0: yeah.
1: A, now, the 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 follow up right away, which is very interesting because I think so three and uh, you know so what is that two three and four are very quotable coffee cup sort of verses, right? So da 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 da. But then he goes right into five, which is interesting because he just got done saying that this steadfastness will have its full effect uh that you will be complete lacking in nothing and then verse five right away says if you do lack wisdom so this whole idea is you're not there yet okay you're not but if you do lack wisdom let him ask god who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given to him so this idea is like hey guys i know you're not there yet and if you do wonder like well what am i supposed to do then i'm not like in this trial fine i'm not there what am i supposed to do James goes right into practical application. If you do lack, yep. well, I don't know. Maybe ask God, because He'll give it to you.
0: Yeah, I think. I mean, there are. Uh, there's obviously again. We, the, there's a reason we've had to break James up, right? Because there's, this is so loaded with stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, I, one of the things that you learn there, right, is that um, this sort of asking you'll receive kind of relationship that we have with God, um, and and. Uh, we're, we're told in scripture that, uh, we obviously w- we could be asking in accordance with God's will and that's when he'll grant those things. So, um, this isn't something that will allow you to ask for that Ferrari you've been wanting. Um, rather this is something wisdom, of course, God wants you to be wise, mm-hmm. right? Of course, that's God's will that we would grow in, in biblical wisdom and in, in God's wisdom and not in, in our own. Um, So if that's the case, right, then then it's as easy as asking. (laughs) It's as easy as asking and and, um, uh, um, sincerely longing for God to give you wisdom and to help you and being willing to submit as he's showing you. Mm -hmm. Um, But two, I think um, one of the implicit things here is that God is the one to go to for wisdom. Mm-hmm. right like uh, we're talking about james being practical application for christian life right how often do i or or you or anyone else that we know who's a who's a believer run to all kinds of stuff to gain wisdom uh when really this is it right yeah. like this is this god that we serve is the one who is most wise and um can can grant wisdom everything else is If it's good wisdom, it's a shadow of what he, you know, so. Well, and I think James knows
1: that, right? So the idea is that like our default is we'll figure it out or we've heard (laughs) this before and we'll get it. But James automatically after he says what he says in verse five goes, but let him ask in faith with no doubting for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Which, there's, there's a lot there. But the initial thing is that, like, he's saying, you, you know where wisdom comes from. And, I mean, and James being a, uh, I mean, he's a Jewish Christian, is in this, I would assume, pointing back to saying, hey, we have the law, we have the prophets, you want wisdom. We have the law and the prophets. We have the Holy Spirit. I mean, he doesn't directly say that here, but this is, uh, we'll see as we kind of walk through James. He, these, these are things that he would point to. He, he points to the uh, Mosaic law a few times in this book uh, or in this letter. But the idea is like, if, if, you, if you believe that God is wise, have faith that he will give you that wisdom. He may very well be pointing back to what he's already said. The wisdom may come through that trial like it's not gonna like like i've heard charismatics before like be like i got to download from god okay this james isn't saying you ask for wisdom and god's like boop here you go matrix style like this this is not what james is alluding to but he does seem to say like this requires a level of faith and like you said like this this trusting that god is is the wisdom this is where you get your wisdom this isn't a hey i'll take a little bit from god and i'll figure it out a little bit myself this is the double-mindedness that he's talking about like i Mm -hmm. can kind of work with god and figure this out and james is like no like you go to the one that made everything
0: he Mm -hmm. probably
1: has the answer for you
0: yeah so first um the the only legitimate way to get a download from god is to download a bible app onto your phone okay so now that that's out of the way,
1: <laughs> I want to, to put that out there just so everybody knows
0: that should be a shirt. Um, but I, I think too, um, one of the things that, that we can um, fall into also is this idea that, it, and, and it just comes with being careful when you read the text and, and knowing how to study your Bible. Right. and, context and what is he actually saying um don't read just one verse that kind of stuff right but um but this this idea that like oh if i ever doubt right if i ever have doubts then what does that mean like i'm out (laughs) like i'm not that's That's a good point yes It's not gonna ever help me if i doubt and um but so he's really talking about the same stuff here like you said right so um, not only is wisdom on the other side of trials at times but you need wisdom to get through to see your way through trials at times right and so um this um doubting uh it, one of the disciples who remained an apostle is called the doubter right <laughs> um and and uh, we have Matthew 28 they all have seen and met with the risen Christ, right? And and you know they they get to where Jesus told them to go, and they were worshiping, but some doubted, right? So yeah. let's let's not think that the writers of of Scripture doubting means that you know they were yeah. not on God's team.
1: Right? Well, no, th- and that's a good point. You're just kind of I think for us it's sort of like mind blowing because you're like the you saw him dead and now he's here and you're still like i don't know i'm not sure like what what else do you need guys but no that is a good point um because i think if you if you aren't careful in that distinction there does become a point where you you can almost be like you get to the point where you think any sort of doubt or any sort of um, even question is off limits and you can't ask it and you don't know. And you got to have like a, you know, well, that that's where it gets a little slippery even to, in prosperity gospel, right? You didn't have enough faith. So this didn't happen. You didn't pray enough. So this didn't happen. Like that, that there's a slippery slope there for sure. Um, so yeah, the idea, I, I think what he's landing on it, I mean, again, this is just so you guys know, if you're listening or watching, like, we're literally going through this the first time together, so it's not like I've done a ton of background work on this. But um, true in every
0: episode, historically yes. as well.
1: Yeah, just so in case you're new and you haven't heard that before, but uh, yeah, so I think. But let uh, let him ask in faith, with no doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea. There, there seems to be this picture here of this continual going back and forth, right? I, I don't think it. It doesn't appear, and again, I. I you could probably dig into the Greek and get a little bit more literal word for word. But what at least I see here within this text wording translation is that it's it's very much James painting a picture of a literal doubting of like, I don't think God has the answer and that going back and forth other than like, I just don't, I think there's a, a distinction that needs to be made between I don't see the answer. I don't know where it's at right now versus I don't trust God at all. And I think this is the picture that James is probably, it seems to be painting. It's entirely a different story between God. I trust you. I just don't see where this is at right now Mm -hmm. versus God. I don't think you actually can solve any of this. Um, And then that back and forth is, is is the picture at least I see painting here without doing, you know, pulling up the logo software and looking at the Greek. That seems to be the pain. That seems to be the picture that's being painted here at least.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I think that, um, it, it, it would be ludicrous to believe that if, if you ever have doubts that, you know, <laughs> that, that that's such a, that that's the unpardonable sin or something. Right. But, um, but this, this is a picture that, you know, it, it seems to me since context matters, right. That, um, it? <laughs> you, well, you know, um, it, it seems to me that the, um, trials, right. That, that is specifically that some of these sort of more persecuted Christians, Roman empire, first century, a lot of stuff was going on. Right. Um, it seems to me that, that, um, so there would be trials that would cause you to die. I mean that that anyone in their right mind would be going, I just, I don't like, this is crazy. Right like um and and so it, it wouldn't be abnormal I, I i would think to to struggle with that to like have some tension there mm-hmm. um but the christian is always going to land on man but the wind and the waves obey him <laughs> right yeah I mean,
1: well, and i think that is that right there is key in the sense that what we do see within a lot of the new testament um the, the epistles or even what we see here in James and Jude and just anybody that's writing that we have, um, is there is this real tension. I think it's first or second Peter where he's dealing with people that are like, Hey, you said Jesus was coming back. He ain't back. Like what's up? So I think there's that tension even in, um, even in first Thessalonians. I mean, these people are like, okay, Jesus is coming back. What does that mean? What do we do? I don't know. Hey, Paul, do you have like, what does this, how does this work out? And he has to okay. explain, He's explaining a that download, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think that is a key thing that you mentioned there in the sense that um, they're going through trials. They have questions. They don't have all of this theology worked out. They're they they know Jesus is coming back and they're expecting it soon. And they're like, what does this look like? What does this mean? How does this affect how I live? Um, so there is this this questioning. And I think it's key what you said. There, there's a difference between saying, I don't quite get this and how this all works out versus I just don't believe at all. Um, and I think that is the key distinction between going like, I don't get it. I know God is good. I know Jesus has risen. I know that he's coming again. Um, versus like, I think it's all a bunch of junk and I don't believe like, I, that's the difference I think is being painted here because there's a huge, like there's a chasm of difference in those two statements.
0: Um, yeah. And we're going through, um, so I do a men's Bible study, um, here at, at the church Tuesday mornings, and, uh, we've been going through Hebrews. Then there's this bit in Hebrews that talks about us needing to grow up, right? That, that he he's calling people to grow up. And this is elsewhere in the new Testament, you know, like being, uh, so that you won't be tossed, uh, to and fro, uh, by every wind of doctrine, right? Like these are scriptures in the new Testament and, and, you know, you could, you could talk about that correlating a little bit, right? Like even with the believer, there's, there's a struggle sometimes. What, what we choose to believe and doubt and what we, you know, um, who, who we look to for wisdom, mm-hmm. right? And, and the answers to the trials, the answers to the, the struggles, um, the answers to how to walk through it uh, with integrity and um, all of that. Everything that we need, that's the point everything that we need um comes from god and and the the trial god's plan you know the getting through the trial god's power um the the hope beyond the trial (laughs) right all of it leads back to that and so um that it it trials are part of god's plan um his providential plan to to sanctify to lead us through that sanctification so that we won't be unstable in all of our ways so that we won't be people who are Mm double-minded um and and every one of those you go through it's like you're able to get through the next one a little quicker a little easier your faith in 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 knowing where to go right away becomes a little quicker yeah and um and and then there does come a point i i believe in in the christian life where um not necessarily where trials are easy obviously but but this point that that a person reaches where man you've been walking through shut up siri man this this moment in the christian faith where you um it's almost more of a reaction Mm -hmm. just go you know um naked i came into this world naked i'm gonna leave uh the lord gives the lord takes away blessed be the name of the lord right like
1: well and you see that in a lot of older believers that when something comes like you almost stand back in amazement like how are you dealing with this so well and you're like yeah "Yeah, you should have seen all the other stuff (laughs) that got me here
0: um yeah yeah, and this,
1: and that I think is a really good thought to end on on this episode because then as we go into the rest of the letter, I mean, he's going to be talking about rich Christians, poor Christians. He's going to be talking about how you live your life, how you, know, how you come upon situations and how you deal with it. But it all is contingent on this, this understanding that the things you face produce in you something and what you need to get through those situations, regardless of what that situation is, is to seek wisdom from God and so the whole letter starts with this like declaration of hey we're gonna there's gonna be some stuff that's heavy this is how you deal with it and this is how you process it and so as we get into the next one um he's gonna be talking about the poor and the rich this idea that like that is going to be a reality in fact but the right lens completely shifts how you deal with all of that. So we'll talk about that um, next week on the next episode, guys. All right. Talk to you
0: later. Bye. Bye.